stepping into the same water, something new is happening. <coughs> something new is always happening inside of us. Each time we step into seasons, the Holy Spirit stirs up His grace inside of us, and something new happens. New revelations, new and deeper encounters happen. New empowerment. And what a fact, our faith is enriched. And what our faith is enriched, it has capacity to produce better fruits and better results. Better fruits and better results. Such that few things that we'll be battling with in the previous seasons, in the, after a new season like this, grace is used us to be able to overcome it. And the Roman thing I go to you is not this is the word of God. Lord, the more you understand the word of God, especially if you are if you are leading yourself, the more transformation this place will be. The essence of when you hear the word, people always make the mistake thinking that you don't begin to do it as it is giving an instruction. No. But the more you listen and understand, it disposes you to do things in a more better and richer way. Personally myself, I've been enriched and I want to thank God for that. Because the more I'm enlightened, the more I'm convinced, the more I'm convinced, the more my zeal is empowered. The more zeal I have, the more I have the capacity to do better things for God. Because we live in a world where everything tears away, every, you know, tears away the things of God from your heart. You know, you see the culture, you see the environment, you see the perception. A lot of things that are made to just tear away the things that God is doing in your mind and in your heart. To have a better understanding of him. I kept reflecting on this part of uh, the scriptures. I just asked my first question, asked my first chapter 2, from verse 22, that says, This Jesus delivered up according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God, you crucified and killed by the hands of the lawless men. But God raised him. Having lose the fans of death. I thought, surely, after having been loose on death. But Peter was very specific here because he captured it by revelation. The hands of death, the fans of death, the energies of death. It took over 700 years for Adam to die physically. Adam lived for a very long time, having received the judgment of death. He took over close to 700 years for death to finally shut him down because he was not meant to die. So all those years when he was alive, he was actually grappling with the pangs of death. Manifesting different, different challenges. Health challenges, societal challenges, limitations, frustration, all of them are all what? Pans of death. We are not excluded from it. We are every day, we have challenges that confront us, that create fear, that intimidate us, that threatens even our final exit from death. They are all what? Pans of death. Accident, pans of death. Hunger, pans of death. 
Things not working out, and some death. Fire disaster, and some death. So when we see this destruction going on, we know that the pounds of death we see what? Emigration. The end of it is to bring about total annihilation. Total annihilation. But the good news is that, what's it? God raised him up, having lose the pounds of death. So the pounds of death has no power on that thing. That's why in the grave, he was able to be quickened and he rose. Because the ultimate you know, pleasure of death is completely, you know, where you become lifeless and no longer operate. And bring those who are partakers of the love of Christ. The Bible says, just as the Father raised him from the dead, you too have been raised unto a world in your life. So God has raised us uh, out of the pans of death. Praise the Lord. For me, this piece follows. The powers of death I'm still experiencing every day, but I have a new understanding. And that understanding that God has given me the authority over them. And so I have one place to challenge them. And when I challenge them, my prayer closes. Having become a partaker of the new life of Christ, when I go to prayers, and the pants of death are fresh and mounting pressure on me. I'm not praying God to deliver me. I'll start thanking God because He has delivered me from the what? From the pants of death. And I'll begin to mention the dimensions of the pants of death that are threatening me. And I order them by the name of Jesus who conquered them to lose that power. Your friend can say, Please can lose these griefs over you. They give from Satan and what? The pounds of death. Child of God will be the power. Now we see a new life. Say, I have a new life. I have a new life. A new life is not the one of Christ. It's devoted in you. The Lord, you know, enlightened us so much on that yesterday. Engage it. Exercise it. You will not stay in the meeting, but over time, you start adjusting it. You start growing, you start growing, you start growing inside you from glory to glory until you come to a point where it overwhelms you. You will know that something tangible has happened. And that's how we live by the power of resurrection. God has given it to us, but it's left for us to engage it. If you don't engage it, it will be dormant. Okay? So we must exercise our freedom. So we thank God for giving us the power to live above what? The pounds of death. Even though we pass through the valleys of the sense of death, we shall fear no evil. One outstanding way and the pass of death cripples humanity is through sin. The more you use the sense of sin, the more you empower the pass of death to have power over you. Because the power of death is sin. And it's that you yield yourself to disobedience or any form of rebellion, which the Bible calls it witchcraft. You give room. You have broken the wall for the times of death to have access to you. So that's why once you begin to walk in this life, why the answer that you have is what extreme righteousness. You want to walk in sinlessness. You want to close every door of sin. Amen. Amen. That's why the Sabbath says, Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. You see, Preserve me, O God, for you I take refuge. So far, so far, 
I can see David even before the even though he didn't live in the dispensation of the New Testament, by prophetic grace he was able to access it. He had to walk in. And that man could speak to death the way he even that passed through the valleys of the shadows of death, the eyes of death and the shadows of death. He said, I fear no evil, for the Lord is there. He is strong and stuck in his He wasn't praying. He was declaring his faith. And so every day, may that become the language of our faith in the face of all our, our challenges. You know, the Bible says we should speak for the confession of our faith. And then finally, the gospel. You can imagine how the devil still tries to obscure this whole thing. With what? With money. Bribing through every nook and cranny of society. Now I tell them that while we are asleep, the disciples came and took his body away. They bribed him and they accepted him. How can soldiers be sleeping? Bloody eh? civilians will come, roll the big stone away, take the body, and they were still sleeping, and they called them to soldiers. And he says, and if this comes to the governor's ear, we will satisfy him. How? How will they satisfy the governor? It's not for to come bribe him again. And he will keep you out of trouble. So they took the money and did as they were Money has become a very strong instrument of corruption. Don't make yourself a victim of money, especially when it led to compromise the truth. When we talk about issues, etc. It is one of the greatest instruments that you see right now. When the Bible says money is the root of all evil, meaning that any evil that you see that stands and is not being challenged, you can't check it very well. What is the power that evil is money? Money is good. But any evil structure that you see that is standing in society anywhere and they are trying to bring it down and is refusing to come down, check well. A lot of money is being put on that to make people compromise in a country today with all that's happening. What are they going to do? It's money. And so we pray at this moment for the courage to see beyond money in the face where we are told that we are making choices to live and we know that the values of the kingdom has more grace and more power than any amount of money that we receive in this world. It's all grace to work in our life.